Episode 93, Three Beers in a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with... Colin McKay. Colin, where are we? Uh, we're in uh, the Wet Raven. <laughs> Why is the Raven wet, Richard? Because Richard spilled a pint. All over the floor, the table, the people. It's Mainly most... over myself, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're swimming in beer. Yeah. Actually, swimming in I'm beer. A, I'm very well with these fellas tomorrow and I'm realising that they're not going to go on tomorrow. No, they're, you're, they're... Going, you're going to smell like a fucking drunk's trouser stain. Like a typical Oswegian, essentially. Yeah, smell like much. <laughs> But he did buy me a pint, back, so thank I, you. I had to buy one. You, yeah. can't, you cannot <laughs> smell a man's pint and not buy him a replacement. I believe that is ground for killing. It kind of is, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's like the charter right there. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm drinking Cold Town. Just the, the lager, because we were talking about Cold Town. Yeah, it's not actually about the pale ale, because I bought the pale ale. Alright, oh, okay. <laughs> I had the lager, <laughs> I'm now drinking the pale ale. Um, and they do, what's the other one they do? New England pale ale. New England pale so They're kind of expanding, they're, they're going. They're, they're very big on their brand of like Cold Town with something. They're not like some uh, breweries are doing the thing, they name them all randomly, you know, brew dog. No, they they name they, this is Cold Town. Cold Town, and you see about the branding after of what. Yeah. The, which confuses me because I'm like, I just want a pet of Cold Town, uh-huh. and then they give me all these choices. I'm like, Cold Town, please. And you don't know what they are. Yeah, and they just yeah. look at me like, I'm stupid. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> just give me one. Fuck's sake, the lightest one. Yeah. And uh, what are you drinking? I am on Pale Armadillo I'm from, by this. from Tempest Brewing. Is, um, it, is that Scottish? Yes, they are from the Borders, I believe. Ah. Yeah, Scottish Borders established in 2010. It's nice. It's a nice uh, session one. It looks light and, and very drinkable. 3.8%. And Armadillo's a cool word, isn't it? Any of the Armadillo's usually a winner. Have you have a favourite TV or film Armadillo? I, don't, I can't actually think any Armadillo's from TV or movie, can you? I can think of Tin Cup. As I've not seen that, it's an Armadillo in it. The Armadillo at the start of that. There must be an Armadillo in any Hunter S. Thompson Possibly, yeah. Surely. Yeah, possibly. Armadillo, I always just think back to the, the Harry Enfield adverts for Dime Bar. Do you remember? Where the, the advert was like a Dime Bar smoothing the outside, crunching inside. But like Armadillo? Armadillo's crunching outside, smoothing inside. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Armadillo. I don't remember that at all. That was the tag on. It was quite, quite clever. Quite funny. Very nice. So it was like, I like Armadillo's, not Dime Bar's. Well, yeah, educated. Educated me definitely <laughs> on, on the, 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 um, the life of... Harry Edfield, post Harry Edfield. And Dimos, yeah. And, and yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a nice wee beer, I'm enjoying it. It's a nice, it says it's a second IPA, it definitely tastes like that. You can probably drink quite a few of them and not yeah, the be quite. Equate it to something like. What's the one I like from Brewdog? Um, Punk? No, oh, Dead Pony. Alright, oh, yeah. Dead Pony. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a nice drinkable beer. Drinkable beer, yeah, yeah you can drink quite a few of them. With the best name, I like that one. Yeah, uh, Pale Armadillo. Yeah, go with that one. They should give us a retweet, so they should. <laughs> they should. Yeah. Um, so we'll start off with the non-cinema viewing. You have been busy. I have, I've been watching quite a few things non-cinematic. We've got a list, a very small list. Okay, it's as a very said. tiny bit of paper, but you're a yeah. very tiny man. Yeah, I'm um, a tiny, tiny little man. Well, give me your first non-cinema viewing. My first non-cinema viewing is, um, I've worked my way through the kind of 90s classic rom-com genre just now. Okay. For reasons... I don't know, just because I've not seen a lot of these films and Lorraine was quite shocked and she's like, you need to kind of see these because they are... Cultural touchstones. Well, yeah, Yeah. they were like kind of... Well, this one's Four Weddings and a Funeral, which was a big movie. Massive movie, yeah. yeah, and I'd never seen it and she was like, that's shameful. That seems weird, yeah. Yeah, so I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral. What do you think of it? Right, I thought it was a really good film Mm. with some of the most horrid characters ever. Yes. I think Hugh Grant and... Andy McDowell, uh-huh. we're just, just like a pair of cunts. I'm, I'm they like, are middle class. You do not deserve anything nice happen yeah, to you. Middle upper class doing. blanks. You don't really, and that's and only that's who cut his rights for mostly. Yeah, totally. But I think if, as he's got older, he's got better at his right or better at his right and better at his craft. He's beginning. He's wrote about 
middle class characters who seem more appealing in many yeah, ways. Yeah, whereas David just like she cheats and gets married, and, uh. and you know he's bonking anything, and they're just like, they're just like I don't like you people. Um, yeah. What I did like in it was um, showstopper Simon Cowell. He okay. totally. Have you seen it? Years ago, I've not yeah, seen it for a long time. Kind of kilt and all that, and he wears oh. waistcoats. Every scene he was in, he was just like he just owned. If it wasn't for him, it would have been a lot, lot fucking poor. He was. Wow, I had big smells whenever I seen them on it. So, of your Curtis movies right now? Um, what was the other one I seen? There was that, and what was the other big one? You saw Notting Hill. Notting Hill, I prefer. You've seen, you've seen Love Actually as well, I think? No, I've not seen it. See, see and yeah. again, this is the kind of, like, I should have seen this, but I've not. Um, Notting Hill over Four Weddings. I really, I, I don't like Andy McDowell. I'm going to no. say this, I, I don't like I'm her. I'm with you, I'm not a huge Andy McDowell I don't film. think yeah. she's a good actress. Yeah. Um, she, she's not. Hollywood beauty kind of classical era, which I know shouldn't matter, but it's just something about her rubs in the wrong way. She mm. just, yeah, she goes against my grain. I like them bad girls. I've not seen bad girls. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, cowboys. Yeah. Cowboy, lady cowboys. Yeah, she Sexy. might work. She might work now, but even when you think of like Groundhog Day, I love Groundhog Day, but she's the one thing in it I don't really yeah, care about. Yeah, when you yeah. think about her, you're like, nah, I don't, I don't like her at all. And she, I really didn't like her in this at all. But um, what's his face on the show? Simon Cowell was just fucking. Totally blew me away. If I'm going to say watch a particular film, I would say watch the one he did with Rachel McAdam and Dom Gleeson. Is it In Time? Or right, okay. And it's basically the um, Dom Gleeson's family of which Bill Nye's dad can time travel. <laughs> That's the twist of the film. They can time travel. So basically, Dom Gleeson uses this as a way to constantly time travel in order to be the perfect boyfriend and husband to try and pull Rachel McAdam. That sounds pretty awesome. It's generally very, it's yeah. a very sweet, lovely film. It's sliding doors. Curtis as well. I don't think that is no. no but no. it does feel like it should be in that world, doesn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Cause I, I, can I feel like I need to watch that now? Yeah, um, I'll possibly because that's quite a kind of big, big one as well. Yeah, definitely. John Hanna was good as well. Info Reddings. John, John Hanna. John Hanna's also good, good to hear the Scottish accent. Yeah, well. agreed. Um, but yeah, great film. Just horrible people, and it's hard. At the end, you just you, you kind of resent being happy. You're like, these are fuckers, man. You don't deserve each other. Or you do deserve each other, but. I hope he's get fucking divorced again a year later. Can, I, I imagine that's how that would happen. I don't imagine him staying yeah, there forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Once the shining, the, the people like hold of them, they'll, they'll move on. When the next hot couple and their family of friends come around, along, yeah, they'll push the side, and that that'll push the cracks of their back. That could marriage. be our sequel. Is just how they become sad, lonely yeah. bastards that deserve all to get just life. four divorces in a, yeah, in a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> A postal massacre. Um, um, what about you, Boots? Have you seen non cinematic? I'll, I'll do my one non cinema viewing, which was with Neil and I. Oh, I watched that two weeks ago. I watched yes. you gave me up and yeah. it's, Again, watching it yourself, it's one of those films that's a cultural touchstone for many. Um, it's also a massive indie British film yeah. um, that I've never seen, and I feel like yeah. it's one of the films I should have seen. Yeah. Um, you do get, see when films like that, when you see people are not seen, there is a, a definite reaction of like, <gasps> I think it's really people like someone like myself who is very into film. It becomes one yeah. of those things like, well, why have you not seen an absolute? Yeah. You know, it's, it's quite a big, uh, a big one like that. So I sat and watched that, enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, adored uh, Richard E. Grant in it. Yeah. Um, I can see why it became a, a cult success and not a mainstream success. Yeah. Was, you know, I think he, is he the only one who came? Well, Richard Griffiths went big from it. Or, or he went quite big as well. Um, was he, McCann became Doctor Who and stuff, didn't he? Eventually? Yeah. yeah. So, but he never quite got the. His career went more TV. Yeah. Richard Grant kind of went much bigger than that. Yeah. He did a lot of movies. Obviously, got an Oscar nomination yeah. in the last six months. Michael Michael Elphick was in it. Boone. Yes. Yes, he was in it as well briefly. Yeah. All week briefly. Um, but you know, I, I generally enjoy it. I, I dialogue is fantastic. Script is razor sharp. I don't know how much of it is improv. Aye, how much is? Because I, I would imagine Curtis is quite kind of 
Scottish, is it? I, it's not, no, it's not, I don't know. No. I don't know. But Wednesday the is quite kind of, you know, keeping it close by. It hasn't aged particularly well, not from a, a storytelling point of view, but from like a technology point of view, in the sense that when you're in the house a lot of the time, the sound is very tinny, and that's probably part of the fact it was made, I'm guessing, pretty low budget. Yeah. Um, and when you hold it up on like a, a big, cool sound system you've got right now, then it doesn't really hold up. I think we struggle with the sound as well. And you, you kind of see the TV volume going up and up and up until I think at one point the TV volume was set up at like in a 40 or 50 to, to get it. Um, but it, it did feel it did feel very 60s, kind of the 70s. It, like I feel it's not made in the 80s. Made in the 80s, but I mean the, 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 the time the frame is 69, yeah. wasn't it? I, I think, think so, yeah, yeah. Um, they nailed that perfectly. You kind of felt like you were in that, that specific yeah. period of time, which they done really, really well. What I did get from it is that I can see why other filmmakers appreciate it, because um, I've heard other filmmakers talk about it quite at length. Um, one of the ones I heard about was Kevin Smith. Mm. And when I looked at the two guys, I don't totally see where he, not entirely in thought from, I can see um, impacts of Dante and Randall on yeah. the two leads. Yeah. You know, you want this guy who's like tra- almost trying to hang on to what he should be. You know, mm-hmm. and try, you know, try to be like he knows what the party line is, and he's trying to do it, even though this fucking agent of chaos next to him yeah. will constantly demonstrate. Aye, always. Uh, it's, it's but, Smith, but, he, but he's constantly um, willing to be led astray. Yeah, like he's not. He's, he's not too kind of. Yeah, any pushback is minor. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's. Is Smith cited that he's been an influence sure on the character? I've heard him talk about it before. I've yeah. talked about had the character specifically, but I've heard him talk about with Neil and I at some yeah. point. I can realize, and I can see. There's other stuff, obviously, in the John D. Randall character from other places, but yeah, yeah. I, can definitely, I can definitely see a lot about with Neil and I in there somewhere. In there somewhere. And uh, the guy that played the, the biker friend, he was really funny as well. <laughs> he, he made me laugh a lot. I had a chuckle at his life, yeah. so he did a big kind of reefer and stuff. Oh, that, 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 epically sized Yeah, <laughs> that, that, was, that was really, really funny. But no, it was a really, really good film. I enjoyed that immensely yeah, as well. Yeah, can see why it's held up as a cult classic. Yeah, and I'm surprised it took us both... Fucking knows between his like seventy years, eighty years to actually get around to see. No, definitely, it's probably in my view of the film I would generally quite like. So it's very odd, but there's always films that they always slide yeah, past. You, you just never, and when you do, you're like kicking yourself because like, why the fuck have I never seen that? What's the biggest film you think you've not seen that you really should have seen? Um, pro, I've got it in the house as well. I've watched it maybe on the waterfront. I've, I've never seen it and it's sitting there um, up until last year it was probably The Killer Mockingbird I had never yeah. seen that and that's only a recent thing and again I watched it and I was like how in the hell did I get through my life you know, without seeing it it's like, I haven't missed this what about yourself? Um, I'm thinking probably Lawrence Arabia yeah never yeah. sat and watched that um, and what's the point of time in the West? I've seen it it's, it's, it's a long watch yeah I've not seen that either. Yeah. So it's a perfect classic I've not seen um, I've not seen the original Star- not the original the um, Pacino Scarface Oh, you were saying it. You've, oh, you've seen the original Scarface, the original Scarface. Spot, which is mental. Which is nuts, yeah. Like you've seen that one, um, but not Scarface. I think one of the things is because, because it's such a, it a big cultural film that people already know most of the story already. Yeah. I don't really need to see you it. You kind of feel like you've seen it. Ah, uh-huh, a little bit. You could, like... you could converse with someone that's seen it and uh-huh. quite easily, you know, pick up. Yeah, and exactly. I don't join in yeah. the conversation. So, yeah. Um, and I just know it's a, it's not a lengthy. It's a, it's a decent chunk of film, isn't it, Scarface? It's massively long. But I feel like there's other ones I'd rather watch. I don't, yeah. feel, I, don't feel, I don't feel the urgent need to watch it. You know, the other films, like, you know, Rage and Bill didn't watch it until a couple of years ago. Same yeah. idea, I didn't really feel the need to watch it. Once yeah. I did, I was glad I did, because it's a yeah. great film, but um, I don't really feel the, the urge to, to watch it. There's so, again, I suppose there's, there's so many movies out here, do you know what I mean? It's, I mean you can't just fucking 
As hard as I try, I can't quite see them all. <laughs> oh, nearly, nearly. I'm close. I'm getting there. What else have you watched this week? Um, right, I watched, um, revisited, um, and it caused a bit of friction at home. Oh, oh, the quick and the dead. I like the quick and the dead. I love the quick and the dead. Sam um, Raimi. And it's one of those films that I've seen it so many times that it becomes a comfort blanket. So why did it cause problems at home? Because Lorraine said it was a bit silly. Oh no, it's silly. I'm not denying it. It's dude. Silly. It's silly. Dude. It's, it's silly. No. It's silly, but it's brilliant. She said it was good, but a bit silly. Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, go and, that. and she got the dirty slick I could muster. Yeah. And I could muster quite a dirty I, I, I think it's a genre film. It's, it's supposed to be a B-movie in many ways. So I, I get the silliness aspect. In fact, the silliness of it is something I quite embrace and enjoy about it. I don't think it's silly at all. I think it's... It's, it's about a prize gunfight in the middle yeah. of the West. It's, it's yeah. stupid. It's ultimately stupid. Could be based on a true story. I don't think Who it is. Who knows? But I watched that, and yeah, it's like comfort viewing for me because I've seen it so many times, and I know every scene and the characters and stuff like that. You know, so I was so just lying on the couch, cosy, big smile, just totally comfortable and reliving it all. And well, um, I've not watched it a long time. I, no. I think the last time I watched it must have been when I, through, when I first discovered Raimi, maybe it was about fourteen or fifteen. Um, I discovered Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, all that kind of stuff. So I went a deep dive to try and find as much. Rainy stuff that I could find. Yeah. I watched it then, but I don't know if I've watched it since. Yeah, I've, I've got a DVD. Every time you watch it, it holds up. Because I think westerns are quite timeless, so there's not many westerns, westerns that, that do, kind of, they don't, they don't age, age because, uh, I suppose, because of when it's set. Um, but I, I, it was quite, I, I got to show off my knowledge, so at the end when the credits come up, with him, was like, what's a shame? Ah. Well, let me if I can tell you what a shame yeah. is. Um, and then I went on to explain to her about the Oldsmobile, yes. by which point she was like, I don't, I don't fucking care. care. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, yeah. you nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I had that kind of yeah. race nostalgia as well. Like, oh, the cars in there, tee hee hee, stuff like that. Shall we? But I think missing is Bruce Campbell. But, but he's, he's credited him. The short scene caught him out, yeah. But you could see him in that universe very easily. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you, can, you can project him in there and it's just as good, I would say. Absolutely. So quickly dead, holds up well. Fucking amazing, I'll watch okay. it. If you've never seen it, watch it as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've definitely seen it and I will watch yep. it again at some point. But next? Next, Clue. Why were you watching Clue? <laughs> because we were browsing for something to watch and Lorraine let me pick and, and I said, let's watch Clue, because I love Clue. Have you seen Clue? I think I have, Clue yeah. is a great film. It's really, really well done. Um, Tim Curry. Clue's one with the multiple endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's three different endings of right. the film, three of them. Um, and it's, it's just, it's fun. So when it plays on... Netflix, is it Netflix something you watched it on? We watched it on Now TV. Do you pick your ending or does it... No, no, it plays them all, so it'll give you, it'll be like, here's the ending, and then it'll go, um, or here's how it could have ended, right, and then it'll okay. go, but here's the actual ending. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So does it that way. Although if you bought the, if you bought the, v, the VHS back in the day, would it have, like, everyone have a different ending on it? I don't know, I think I think they released it always with the, the, the different endings, but right. it's, it's just fun. It, it's probably one of Tim Curry's most manic performances. He's just non. A man who's had many a manic performance. Oh yeah, but he could, that end sequence where he's kind of running through all the different endings. He's just, he's just non-stop energy, like just a whirlwind. That just comedy energy. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, enjoyed it. Lorraine enjoyed it as well. She, she really enjoyed it. Um, lots of laughs and stuff like that through it. And like, kind of the usual kind of Madeline Kahn was in there, giving her kind of stick on it. Um, Doc Brown was in there as well. Mm. No, he's not called Doc Brown. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd was in there, a younger Christopher Lloyd. Just fun, pure, pure like, throwback fun, um, is exactly what it was. So that was my, my guilty pleasure. Awesome, was that your last of your home viewings? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. It's me done with the home. Oh, no, no, oh shit, sorry, one okay. more. One more. That scene last night, okay. um, I was just about home and I was just 
done my tidying up, I was okay. like channel surfing and I stumbled across a farm called Faster. With the rock? With the rock. That's one where his son gets kidnapped? No, no, it's the one where his brother gets killed. And Is he, he a truck driver? No, he drives a kid in a big sporty car with a stripe down it and oh, there's a hitman out to get him and Billy Bob Thornton's in it. He plays a cop. You can't think of that one. I know there's, I remember one where he's a truck driver and he's got to try and do some something because his son's been kidnapped. I don't know if I want to see that now, well. Again, it's like, you know that time, you know that time after the Rock would try to do his thing of like, I've done all the sporting thing, I've done yeah. this, I've done, I'm going to be a kind of relatively serious actor and put some pathos into yeah. it. Yeah. And he's done these like, two films and he's kind of went, and everyone went, we don't, we don't want that, that Mr. Rock. This one was weird because he, he was the anti-hero in it, he was, you know, I mean, he was just kind of taking people out, like shooting people point blank to the head, you know, like just walking up and killing people and the Rock's like, the rocks are rock, and I think this was maybe on the back of him. Remember, he done these kind of children films like The Tooth Fairy and stuff like that. Aye, so, yes. I think it was maybe on the back of him, and he's thought, Do you know what, I need to find my action niche again. Oh. And he's done this film, but it, it's really, really, I mean, it's R rated, like, fuck, really, really violent. Who um, was he cast as in this one? His name is Driver. No, was he, um, was he The Rock or was he Dwayne Johnson? Um, I think he's Dwayne Johnson at this Johnson? point. Yeah, right, okay. yeah, it's well, well after. It's 2009, I think it was okay, so 10, maybe. So it's not an ancient movie. But it, it's just weird seeing him as such a brutal, kind of bad, badass character, do you know what I mean? Whereas usually he's a hero and, you know, he saves the day. And this he was just a bastard. And he just fucked people up and killed people and stuff like that. Um, Snitch is the one when his son gets kidnapped. Oh, right, on Eight Watch. Is that good? On Eight Watch as well. Uh, uh, I do like it's it. A, it's a very direct to DVD. Yeah. But because the rock was in, they got cinema rolls. They got cinema. Yeah. Um, what faster made me realise that I already knew but just cemented the fact was that I don't like Billy Bob Fortnite. Really? He's an actor? Not a fan. I, I, it's something about his look annoys me. I, I, like I, I find he irritates me on screen. Really? Look, Even yeah. stuff like Bad Santa and things like that? Yeah, to an extent. Yes, yeah, his face. His face really annoys me. His face does have. Me. A face that you go, if that man was told me with a paedophile, I would probably believe yeah, it. Yeah, it's just something... There's something rednecky about him. I don't know, I can't even... It just annoys me. Whenever yeah. I see him, I, I kind of get a bit yeah. angry and annoyed. I'm like, I don't like you. I do feel he's a bit privilege of his sister. I, just, I feel that he has got that proper Arkansas, Arkansasian look about him. I think so. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Um, also starred like, a girl called um, Moon Bloodgood. Yeah, she's in tons, she's in a few things actually. How amazing a name is that? It's a great name. Oh, she's, I am sure she's in one of the Terminators actually. She was, Salvation. Salvation, um, but it's just a name. I, I was just like, wow. And I just threw me. I was like, that's a great name. Every yeah. time I was like, that's a great fucking name. And like, wow, it really is. But yeah, I've seen Faster, which I've never seen before. Fallen Skies as well, which was a, yeah. had a big run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you've not seen it, it's actually serviceable as an action flick. Okay. Um, and, you know, there, there's like. Again, does it feel very much a straight to DVD kind of one? It's sort of like. Sli- kind of slightly more cinematic, maybe. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but definitely like Channel 5 or Channel or BBC Late Night. Yeah. Sort of Friday Night movie. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of plays it cool. He's cast as. His name and his driver, and oh. um, Billy Bob Thornton's cop, and there's a hitman in it, and he's called the killer. Do you right, know what I mean? Okay. So it's played on a kind of almost Tarantino's cool, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it kind of works to a certain extent. The plot now and again kind of goes a wee bit, well, wait a fucking minute, but yeah. it's, it's an action movie, whole shitload of things. It's a Netflix one, was it on TV? This was on Sky, as I say, it was just channel stuff. I've and seen it on Sky, and yeah, and I thought, it. you know what, it's got the rock in it, I'm going to watch it. And Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, it's good fun, I would recommend it. Nice one. But on the cinema view, then, speaking of the rock, Speaking, speaking of The Rock. Okay. Uh, first film is Fighting With My Family. Starring? Starring, well, Florence Pugh. 
is the main actress in it. She's playing. You know the rest of the rest of name. I I know. Um, oh shit! I've forgotten now. What was her name? It's a, it's a single word. Ah, uh, no, it's gone. I'm, I'm lost it. See, I, when I was a kid, I was a huge, huge, huge fan of wrestling. Right. Um, and I kind of drifted out of it before the rock and stuff became into wrestling. And I kind of didn't know really much of this kind of girl's story or who she was and stuff like yeah. that, or her influence in, in the wrestling arena. So it was quite a kind of new new character for me. Yeah, I must um, say, I, I, I don't want to talk wrestling. I'm trying to think the character's name was now. I'm I, I can't actually remember which... She plays, her real name is Soraya Knight, that's her, yeah. that's a, I can't remember who her name is. And she was named she's after... A charm character, who's the character from Charm? Oh yeah, yeah, can add that, Charm. Charm Girls, what the Charm Girls called? There's three of them. Three of them. There's a three Charm Girls. Three Charm Girls, yes. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, her, her, her name in the film is Soraya Page. Her wrestling name is Page. Her yes. name is Soraya, oh, yeah. but she was named after her mum who was a wrestler, and that was her mum's wrestler yes. name as well. She can't get the same name. Um, go for it. Tell us the story. So, for the Q&A, she plays um, Page. Page. Um, and alongside her brother, played by Jack Loudon, who is from Dunkirk. He plays in Dunkirk. As every young British actor was in Dunkirk. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. Much. If you um, why not? They belong to a wrestling family. Um, their dad, played by Mick Frost, and mum, played by Lena Headley, are also wrestlers. And they sort of have travelling sort of almost circus where they just put on wrestling shows and they yeah. do a wrestling sort of school and circus. They kind of basically a circus, essentially. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, these two younger ones dream of the chance to get into the WWE. The big league, yeah. Big leagues. Um, the WWE comes to London, they get offered a chance to try out for it. Everyone thinks it's going to be the, the son who's going to, get, going to get picked for it. It turns out they don't want the son, but they do want Forrest Pugh. So she then goes to um, America to train boot, with... Boot camp? Boot camp, yeah. to train with WWE, and all the drive, prove herself so she can get on the main bill. Yeah. And she's living this life because she knows if she gets on the main bill, not only set her up for life, the whole family itself like because it, so they, can, they can then use her name as to sort of advertise their own show and set up everything there. Yeah. The family itself all come from a sort of quite a dark background as well, all the prison time and a kind of... Yeah, <laughs> there's that step, oh, who's that doing time? Yeah, the dad had done time, time. the mum was homeless and yeah. stuff like that. And, um, only that, they're sort of like the very, very, very working class, very sort Extremely of... Extremely working class, yeah. class in, a, in, a, in a lovely way. Yeah, yeah. Um, also in the film you've got Dwayne Johnson playing The Rock, he pops up in it for... He plays himself, yeah. And he's, basically he's, you see in the trailer as him, that's all you get in the film. Pretty much, but he did... But he, I, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't, you know, he's, he's not trying to make it a rock vehicle, you know, oh. he's, he's like, you know, because I think, when I kind of read up a bit about Paige, that, you know, he kind of met her and stuff yeah. like that, so he wasn't, not to the extent of the movie, but he was involved was in her career and stuff like that, yeah. Um, and also you get Vince Vaughn, who plays sort of like the trainer. Who I didn't know was in it. You know what? Surprised the fuck out of me I seen him, and by the end I was like, Vince Vaughn, you fucking nailed it, this son. This could be Vince Vaughn's new thing, he's doing like sort of almost cameo, bigger than cameo role, sort of like. Yeah, yeah. I like from this film. Anyway, yeah. what do you think of this film? Um, this film had more heart than... Probably anything else I've seen, definitely this year, possibly last year. Probably since Paddington too. Nothing but fucking heart. Absolute heart. Pure, all the way through it, yeah. But it was funny as well, though. Yeah. You know, there was like laugh out loud moments, oh. you know, and just chuckles all the way through yeah. it as well. It was really, really well written. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought what was really good about it was they didn't shy away from the family's darkness. They actually almost embraced that. Yeah. But then. They didn't put it in a way that it sort of made you think, oh, they're, they're um, glorifying it. They, they didn't at all, no. no they was... made a point of, like, they do wrestling because if it wasn't for wrestling, they'd be dead. Yeah, they're better people for, because you know, embracing, embracing uh-huh. their, their craft, their mm-hmm. hobby, or their sport. You know, they turn the, their hobby into are. a craft, into a life, yeah. lifestyle. Um, they, and they don't shy, they're not... They're not Shy of that, they're proud of it. Yeah, just I really liked as well. Proud yeah. of, proud they get, of. What's the girl's name? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. She is 
a revelation that girl. Wow, man. The film was out last, no, two years ago called Lady Macbeth. Right. She's in, and she is phenomenal in that film. Like, amazing. She, she commands your attention. Oh, she, she does, and she, she made the character just so, I don't know and how the character is, and, you know. In real life, yeah, I've no idea. She made her so endearing and mm. lovable, and that, that girl was, yeah. wow. Because a bit in the film when she changes herself to try and fit in, and I, I, I felt like the most heartbreaking moment. Yeah, I, I, I was the same, and I was like, don't, 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 don't do that. She has an outsider, and I think probably myself and you have known that feeling of being the outsider, but yeah. you can't get into the head yeah. of the metal you feel a little bit with the outsider, so you don't want to, ch- you feel like it's something you have to change yourself to fit in. And yeah, which you shouldn't have to. You don't have to, and you feel like, don't, don't, you're strong, don't, don't be that person. Yeah. Um, it's always directed by Stephen Merchant, you know that is? Yes, yeah, and he starred in it as well. Well, you got a wee cameo one, he plays. Um, I know Steve, this is sad, but um, I know Stephen Merchant from Portal 2, is what is he, I know is from. He the or He's or the voice of right. the, the robot in it, um, so that's kind of more what I know for, which is a bit sad, that's yeah. how geeky I am, but yeah, I know who he is, like kind of X-Men and stuff like that as well, yeah. This is his first film as a director, um, solo, he directed called Cemetery Junk with um, his partner in crime, um, Gervais. Mm-hmm. Um, this is him like, sort of going out on his own. He'd done a few episodes of Office, office as yeah, well in yeah, yeah. TV, but this is his first feature film. And, and I thought he handled himself well. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a debut film. Wow. Um, and not just kind of our own review, but every review I've read for this film, that there's, there's not much to be negative at all. You know, it's just got fucking love from everywhere, this yeah. film. Absolutely love from everywhere. Ah, no, absolutely. And it's been in the cinema for a while now as well. I mean, think is, it's, it's one of the things I've heard them out on, do you know what I mean? I people tell people to go see it. It had a big release the first time we were good. I'm looking at what cinema, we only go by cinema world, so I think it may have been nine shows in the first minute in the cinema world. It dropped off very quickly to about three or four, yeah. but it's remained consistent three or four shows yeah. a day for about the last three weeks. Yeah. And that's strength of what the film is, it's showing you that people will work on the Absolutely. And um, back to Merchant, he also stars in the movie, oh he doesn't star, he's in the movie? Yes, as a, the um, dad of one of the, of the son's girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. Very funny. Very, very funny. That, that was a, a kind of laugh out loud moment, you yeah. know, that table, oh fuck. And you can imagine, it's like, oh, that probably did happen. Yeah, it totally. um, that, that was a, a kind of weird thing. Back to Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, I thought was good. Was, a, unfortunately, reading up on it, he wasn't a real character. Um, Amalgamation of Yeah, like, like kind of Eddie Eagle, the same idea as that, where Jackman wasn't a real character, he was a kind of blend of different coaches. It's not uncommon these yeah. days. Yeah. It makes sense when you're doing from an anarchist structure. But his, his role, again, was... It, it, it was fucking amazing, it. Absolutely like, didn't, amazing. Didn't, have, didn't have that much to do other than sort of just to push her a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what he did, he did with decent heart, and, yeah. he, and, he, and he brought yeah. something to the role, and it could easily have been a very throwaway moment, but yeah. he, he brought something to it, and I, but I think the film lives and dies on her. Oh, she's Bobby Pugh brings she so is much to it. brilliant, so yeah. she has. She's absolutely, there's also a few cameos from wrestlers as well. Um, if you, if you, I don't know who wrote half the Marvel Sheamus was in there, uh, the big show was in there as well, I think, and of course... Dwayne Johnson yeah. was in there as well, so you had a few real wrestlers popping up. Yeah. Um, but go, going through what I read, um, factually, I think most of it is true. Um, or close to the truth. There's yeah. some bad shit that she's done recently, or she, well, she didn't do bad shit. No, she no, I, I think this was kind of after the movie once she kind of made it. I think she was tested positive for, for banned substances oh, and stuff right. like that. I believe it's been admonished after two years they've got a little fight and stuff like that again. But so I think there was some controversy around her in real life as well. You can kind of see from that back that you can understand why she would go down that route. Can it? Yeah. It's in the blood, it's in the, it's in the same yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. She's also I've been kicked out of the WWE now, hasn't she? Because of um, she done a, well, I think she's one of the people who got caught up in that whole 
phone hack thing. She, like, she was she she'd done sex tapes up with uh, her boyfriend, yeah, yeah. and then someone hacked her phone and stole them off the phone. Why do I, why do celebrities do sex tapes? I don't get. I don't think you I, must. You know, it's like I'm sorry, but. You're famous and you do no, that. And it's not her fault. She didn't release something that public. No, but I mean, why make them at all? Do you know what I mean? And, and people are into it. Come on. And, 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 but you can't justify it. Someone steals it off and puts it. That's not fair. That's not right. Jing, there's a level of narcissism involved in it, right? Because yeah. celebrities are. Like, it is quite yourself. prevalent amongst celebrities. I mean, yeah, it probably is, but I, I still feel them as wrong. And, um, and it's weird how, like, if me and you're done it, it'd be porn if they do it as a sex tape. Whoa. It's still porn. It's still standard. It's classy porn. It's like classy porn. I think it's the film. It does. There's a little bit when she's in America where it does lull a little bit. It dips a little bit where it feels like it just sort of chugging along, but it's not really moving anywhere a little bit. But that's the only downside I can think of. Most of this film, I enjoyed from start to finish. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad I got to see it because I was kind of worried I was going to miss it. And I've been saying for you know a few weeks now, I'm desperate to see it and. I'm so, so glad I did. Um, if I was to mark out a 10, I would give it a solid 8.5. I'm, I'm giving it an 8. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I came out the film smiling. Yeah. For the 90 minute, 100 minutes I'm in the cinema, I was completely enjoying it. Yeah. And I don't know shit about wrestling, and I cared about it. And probably part of the problem was talking about the White Crow earlier on, like the last week I said, yeah. you've got to give me a reason as to what she's got to achieve, or he's got to achieve to make it important. They lay it out very early on in this film. What this means to her, and what, it, and you see by the, the performance of the Loudon cat, our brother, yeah. what it means not to get it. Yeah. He's a broken man. Yeah. He's, he was really good, that I boy. I, um, I don't remember on Dunkirk, probably because I was seething about having to watch Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, but he he was really good as well. Yeah. Again, his performance had so much heart yeah. and soul, and and you kind of felt. You felt what, historic. He, he's yeah, bad for him. aye, absolutely. And you, and you understand the company, He's happy for his sister to the degree, but he's also like, I want, I wanted this yeah, so the, much. Yeah, this is my chance, and yeah. she's got it almost. Yeah, yeah. Also, amazed that Lena Headley makes you actually think she could fall from Nick Frost. Yeah. He just punched him up his weight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what did you think of the, um, at the end that showed you the real family? I was okay with that. I'm okay with that because it's in the credits. I'm okay. I don't like the one when it sort of morphs into them half the But they, they do seem like they've captured the essence of oh, that family. And you're like, could they, they couldn't be that bad. And then you see it and you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they are. They, 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 they were that bad. Yeah. yeah they, they, really they are as rough as you think and, and they are completely there is no hiding from who they are yeah, they're yeah. proud of who they are balls out you know yeah uh-huh. we're, we're fucking working class scum and you know you better fucking love us and what's the line that she keeps saying oh dick me dead and Benny McGregor uh, it seems to sum up who they are you know it's like it's so crude and it's so horrible you're like okay yeah. um, that's the, who they are they're all I think his production company is behind this one as well yeah. so that'll do wonders for his career and oh, yeah, stuff like that as yeah. well. He, the man is nothing but gold. Um, just quickly, rewind, rewind, White Crow. I seen it last week. What do you think of it? I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I would give it a good solid. Just quickly on rating for it, seven out of five. Uh, seven out of ten. ten right, 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 five. Yeah. I, I found it dull for most of it. I, I thought. Do you know what? Bally's pure. It's a proper upper class pompous twat thing. Yeah. But I quite enjoyed watching it. Fair enough. I'm okay with that. Um, I get the whole kind of. Kind of washing over the, the, the kind of you know he was a homosexual, but he didn't defect because he was a homosexual. No, so I don't know reason. how integral that would have been the story no, either way. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Anyway, yeah, sorry, carry on. Overall, I gave it five, you gave it seven, so we'll give it six out of ten. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think my family is a far superior film. Fuck yeah. yes. Go see it. If you've not seen it, you won't regret it. It is fun. It's just for the very start, but the opening scene, it's just laugh. 
and then it just goes and goes and goes until the very end scene when you get to see the real family, you're still laughing. And I think Florence Pugh has been picked up, I think she's going to be um, one of the next Marvel people, I think she's going to be something like Marvel talking to her as well, she's talked to her big thing to Marvel. X-Men Universe, I think, yeah, um, I think also, so. Also, we'd be Steve Merchant, Marvel. His character died? No, no, I've got the directing. Mm. Think about it, he's the kind of guy that's totally going to pick. He does a film like this, it's a small film, does well, everyone loves it. Give him a little chance with some big John Favreau done it. You know, yeah. done Elf. Haidi done it as well. Haidi yeah. done it as well. Yeah. You know, even guys like Kenneth Branagh did it. You know, he's got a bigger name, but obviously stuff like that. You've got the guy who does um, Spider-Man this thing. He mm-hmm. done Cop Car. Yeah. You know, so they, they like these kind of films. The films that are, and also, they're not what you call auteurs of the cinema. You know, they don't believe in their craft. Or they don't believe in their like, sort of vision. They're willing to be more malleable. They're more willing to work yeah. and chop and change. But whenever Marvel's work with people who are less like that, you know, guys like Edgar Wright, which I love Edgar Wright, he's got a vision for something that doesn't work with Marvel, they'll, they'll ditch him. And he, there's no leeway either side, uh-huh. so it becomes a broken project. Yeah. Man, to a guy who will. Yeah. yeah, so I can see him doing a Marvel film soon. I'm putting it down here. You're you going for it? I'm okay. going for it. Richard is saying it right now. Do you know what? It wouldn't be a bad thing, but I'm not convinced. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could make a good movie, but I don't think they'll. We'll go to everything. I think he needs to cut his teeth a wee bit more. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not designed to make do a knock-up of films after this, but I can definitely see him in this Marvel yeah. universe doing a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew he was talented as fuck as a director? I mean, because he's, he's, he's written stuff and he's funny, he's a funny actor, yeah. you know what I mean, and stuff like that as well. So, yeah. He's a bit of an awkward big looking fucker, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's very, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very strange looking. Do you remember him in, in Logan? Yes, he, he was, he was Logan. Caliban in Logan. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him in um, the film me and Jill saw called Table 17, wasn't it? It was called? Or table 19 is about like it's a, it's a wedding film where it's like it's a table that people are at where they're, they're there for no reason it's like people who are like the babysat from like 20 years ago and like sort of, um, sort of the random table it's actually a very funny film <laughs> sounds nice right next up Dumbo Dumbo which I've not seen and do you know what I, usually I'm not do a review as an Ardix opinion but reading the reviews for it, it's actually put me off wanting to go and see Dumbo. Reviews so far have been wild. They've been sort of. Some people give it a five star review. Empire, which I'm quite faithful to, I read quite a lot of Empire, and I kind of go mostly what they, they go with. I like I like to do the right for them. I think it's a four star review. I have also seen people who've been absolutely shitting upon it as well. So, directed by Tim Burton. So, who did the review I trust most, sir? Mine is yours. Um, <laughs> directed by Tim Burton, who's um, directed obviously Big Fish, Batman, Big Eyes, and so on. Tim Burton, we don't know what Tim Burton is. The film itself, it takes a 64 minute Dumbo animated feature, blows it out to two hours, so it focuses, there's a bit more of an, um, the, the, the human story. I guess it's got people to, people, to, yeah, pad, to it pad it out. It's yeah. yeah. the same story, Dumbo is an elephant, big ears, can fly, mother gets taken away, they want to try and find the mother, but at the same time you've got the, the kids who are trying to find their way in the world, they've lost their, they've lost their mother to Spanish flu. Um, Colin Farrell, who's in the film, he comes back from World War One. He's lost an arm. And he's See, a good guy. His life. He's a good guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've got Danny Vito. He plays a ringmaster. Good guy with dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Businessman. Douchebag. Good Dushback, guy. Yeah. Kind of like this is weird. Tim Burton's played him. Um, put him in three films. In three films, he played something with a circus. Oh, yeah. 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 He was in Batman. Batman yeah. Tom's yeah. big fish in this. Yeah. Okay. Um, Eva Green, who's a bit of, Burton's a bit of a muse to her. Or right. She's a bit of his muse now. So. Whenever I see pictures of Eva Greenness, <laughs> she's always kind of looking quite sultry yes. with a pair of tights on, sprawled over this elephant. And I'm thinking, Dad, where's the. What's the um, how do I feel about this? I'll get Is to it around? Right, okay. Uh, cool. And you also get Michael Keaton playing a sort of philanthropist guy who wants to buy Dumbo and Bad Dumbo. guy. Bad guy, very Trumpian. 
Okay, um, it's very by the numbers Disney. It's it's the colour me by numbers Disney. They, they know exactly what they're doing, but it, it really lacks any soul. It lacks a heart. The way Fight My Family has heart. All the way through, through it, yeah. and you get the heart of this. This does not have any heart. It's just you feel so detached from it. It's just a formula. It's a Disney formula. Yes. We know if we do this. Yeah, yeah. and and they almost rely too much on. Look at Dumbo's big blue eyes. Look at him. He loves him. And yes, the, the elephant is cute as fuck. Yeah. There's no doubt in that. CGI spawn. Yeah, yep. looks good. When it flies, there is something. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there is something genuinely magical, as there is in the cartoon as well. Of watching Elephant Fight, it's so fucking ridiculous and so stupid that when you see it happen, you go, "I am genuinely charmed by that." You know what I mean? Funny man. I am. That is that that. I think that's maybe why Dumbo's lasted so long in the in the, the public. Yeah, is that Elephant Flies? Yeah, it's utterly ridiculous. Yeah, but it's so beautiful. But, but it does. It works. Yeah. Um, the problem, the big problem I had with it is, and me and Jill. So I think she liked it a little bit more than I did, but. There's scenes that could have been missing in this film. It's, it, it seems to have suffered a lot from the editor. It, it weighs in at two hours long, so it's, yeah. a, it's a chunky bit of yeah, film. It's a lot in there for a short movie. Yeah, so they focus on things that you don't need to focus on for too long, and then they seem to miss entire scenes out. Dumble goes from sort of sneezing and being able to sort of flap his wings to then performing the circus the next scene. And you feel what they're missing is like just a montage of the kids. Whereas in the, in the original, I believe that was where the crows come into. Yeah. Do you remember? So, I mean, the kids take the crows yeah. all over. You yeah. can't, kind of racist bugs in yeah. this film anymore. So, but it just jumps and you feel like there should be a montage scene there. Something you want something to fill, to fill the gap, to make, it, to make it understandable. Like, how did Dumbo go from here to there? And yeah. you feel like that's a bit of a mess. There's other moments in like the film as well where you're going to go, you've, you've jumped. To, you've jumped a, a scene or a page. And then because of that, it felt very much like me to... Like a, a first or second draft of a script, we need an apology trying to sort of. Surely Disney's editing are smarter than that. Come on, is that Again, you, you'd think so, but I also think that Disney are very confident in their main character of Dumbo, and they are knowing this film is going to put asses on seats regardless because of who Dumbo is. The problem is, I think the, we saw it in a. a Wednesday night we saw it? Yeah, Wednesday night? No, Monday night, sorry, we saw it on Monday night. It turned out it was, it was at four o'clock, but if it was during the school holidays, so it's Easter holidays up in Scotland right now. The cinema was, I would say, at best 20%. Super screen, no, so it's still a bit more expensive, but still, yeah. it felt a bit empty. Yeah, for, um, for the time of the season and the kind of movie it was and yes, stuff. Yes, so it felt a bit quiet. Are these Disney live action remakes necessary? I don't at think so. At all. If they can add something to it, then I can totally understand redoing something, because some of the stories of Disney that do, they're not Disney original stories. They're Disney's taking something that's already existed. Yeah, like Hans Christian Andersen oh, usually. Kind of stuff, right? yeah, so yeah. If you want to do it, you want to put a spin on it some way, then I'm all for it. Like The Jungle Book, I didn't mind. I thought Jungle Book was alright. I thought Cinderella was lovely, but very, very saccharine. Beauty and the Beast, I thought, was absolute. I didn't understand the point of Beauty and the Beast whatsoever. I like Maleficent because it takes something the story different. and develops it. Yeah. It's like, here's the character, you know, here's... Uh-huh. But you don't know about her. Uh-huh. I like I, that. I'm with that as well. Um, I can't remember was, has anybody been else. Blind came out soon. Ah, oh, some Wonderland shot of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Aladdin's coming out as well. They're going to do Milan. Basically, you know they're going to go back through everything they've ever done. They're going to do this thing. <laughs> everything. We're going, get, we're going to get a goofy movie live action. Possibly. Yeah. And also a song of the South. And Robin Hood as well. God. Robin Hood's terrible. Oh. As we, spoke, we said this last week. It is. It's shit. Robin Hood and the Sword and the Stone are essentially the same fucking film. One's got so, a fox, one's got a kid in it, and they're both shit. Are you thinking the Robin Hood? Yeah. 
cartoon reforms the ship. Yeah. Oh, this main I, thing I, goes up. I will say that. that I'll, is, I'll, I'll say that. That's right. my favourite Disney. Is it? I'm not, I'm well, not film. Why? I think it's, I, I it's Robin Hood badly told. It is, but I still I love the songs. I love, the, I love the fox. I have a weird attraction to the lady fox. I don't know what it is, but I like it. Um, I love that film. It's a great movie. Joe gave you the dirty suit. <laughs> there. I kind of get it. Well, I'm with a kind of caramel bunny. Yeah, exactly. And also, if I said I like playing Oliver Green, I want to bang her. That's fine, but I'm not going to bang a cartoon fucking fox. I mean, why, why give a dirty look for that? That's, that's not going to happen, you know? <laughs> that's what makes it weirder. Yeah, <laughs> I, see, I'm a gel in this one. I'm, I'm a gel. Bring a tail in next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to this, back to Dumbo. Sorry. Um, the bottom problem is, the characters are all acting in different movies. Like, oh. there's, there's times when Tim, uh, not Tim Button, sorry, um, Michael Keaton swings so. All over the place with wow. his performance. Like, Keaton's usually on the nose with what he's doing. He's usually quite focused, you know. And there's times he's like calculating bad guy, and all of a sudden he's just having like sort of mad, crazy, like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Ah, can I get high? And you're going, what? like pick up, pick up, pick a tone. <laughs> you know, stick, stick. Um, Eva Green. The only thing I get from Eva Green in this film is I think Dumbo wants to fuck Eva Green. Right, why is he sexualised Eva Green? Have they sexualised her? They haven't, but every time Eva Green walks in the room, Dumbo gives her these, like, proper, like, fuck me eyes, basically. Oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. It's very creepy, and she's very, sort of, like, she's overly affectionate with the elephant. She likes the elephant a lot as well, I can tell. Um, There's there's an awkwardness there when you're watching it. Is this, like, a precursor to the Elephant Man remake? (laughs) Maybe? I don't know. and they had a child called Joseph. There's also way too many characters <laughs> in the film. You've got the four I mentioned, plus you've got the kids who get their bit in it as well. You've got the circuit performers in it as well, who are partly in a big role, but because they've cut the film in certain in ways, you don't care for them, you don't give a yeah. shit. And it strikes me as someone, like, new that you actually went, they have got Dumbo remake, let's do Dumbo in a circus. You know what's big in a circus recently? Greatest Showman. Let's throw some Greatest Showman shit at this. Let's get some acrobats, let's get some bearded ladies, let's get that kind of crap in it. And people love that right now. And, People don't love that, they love it in the mix of Whereas, the human. I think in the original Dumbo, all you ever really seen was animals and trapeze acts. That, yeah, that, that was it, it, wasn't it? It didn't, not trapeze, I'm clown, sorry. Clown, yeah. I'm clown acts, yeah, no, oh. that, that was there. Yeah, yeah. so. How's the, the bubble scene? Bubble so that's simulating the whole dreamy, weird, trippy, pink elephant scene? Oh. Does it make sense? Because. Why did you see Pink Elephants in the original film? Because <laughs> he's drunk, I believe. Yes. yes. Yeah. In this film, Dumbo's not drunk. There's no drinking by Dumbo, which is a bit of a shame. That's one of my favourite scenes in Dumbo. Yeah. They're just doing elephant balloon albums, like elephant bubbles. Because right? it's Dumbo, that's it. They're doing that, right. The clowns are making these animal like balloon things out of like bubbles to be able to do, or whoever it is is doing the bubbles, right? He's then seen them in the sky, so all the animation of them moving around, Dumbo's imagining that. Right. But the purpose of it is, why would Dumbo imagine that? It doesn't make any sense. Why does he care? It's uh-huh. just bubbles. Yeah. Right. And the only reason they're doing it is because you remember that from the cartoon. Does he miss his mum, maybe? I don't know. But it's not anything to do with his mum in the cartoon. It's just it's elephants bang, stamping on each other. It's them elephants like, making it to other elephants. And going, right, if Dumbo was drunk, it would make sense for him to see that. But he's not, yeah. he's, in his mind, Dumbo's animating so obviously it's you know you see elephants when you're drunk but uh, yeah, that, that's where it that's comes from, from it, and they've just kind of missed to see what they've missed uh, that whole but then Disney aren't going to get an elephant drunk are they well, no, not, not now true. back then back fucking, then yes Uncle Walt was like yeah fucking yeah, get a fucking drunk <laughs> right now plying with drink um, um, now but no 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 we can't do that um, CGI takes a bit about ropey now oh. I think that might have been a problem we saw it on a super screen and I think something you see in a big mass screen it, yeah, it's something loses something a little bit not always but see some defaults show up more I mean, 
Um, so yeah, overall, I was just bitterly disappointed by it. Out of ten, I'm going to say five. Five. Well, I think you'll up. probably go more seven. Seven, Michelle. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. yeah six, six and a half. half. Yeah. So definitely not. I think one. the problem with Disney is they can't just leave stuff alone. That's yeah. the problem. They like, make, like, make money. They make money. Yeah, that's the problem. And unfortunately, they've now got their hands on everything we love and cherish Star Trek, uh, sorry, Star Wars and fucking Marvel and stuff like that. And we will get to saturation point where you're going to get like I don't, I, I don't want anymore. Just stop because you're diluted it so much yeah. now that you're, you know, you're killing the source. And I think that's going to happen with stuff like yeah. Star Wars and stuff like that. It doesn't mean what Dumbo was in a cartoon. I love Dumbo the cartoon. Yeah. It's a great cartoon, and it's beautifully done for what it is. You can watch this and be fine with it. Kids will like it. The big the elephant's really cute. People will like the elephant. But as a film, you think you had much rather sit and watch. Yeah, so 62 minutes of genuine, genuine charm, heartfelt love. Yeah. And love. as a film that beat the Nazis, so I mean, I'm, I'm all for Dumbo. Yeah. Cool. So I'm, I've watched Dumbo, but not Dumbo the remake. Well, there you go, folks. Yeah. From Richard's fucking mouth to your ears, 5 out of 10 so for I, Dumbo. And also at a loss, I understand why people have given it such a glowing review some people. You know, some people have given it really high reviews. I, I don't understand it, I don't get it. Mate, is it pure nostalgia? Pr- that's what I was just going to say, yeah. nostalgia, I think, you know, they're... they're thinking from their kid head, you know, mm-hmm. I love Dumbo, this is Dumbo, I love yeah. this, and it's like, it's not the Dumbo you loved, it's... On that, there's literally a moment in this film where Michael Keaton says, when he sees the elephant fly, he goes, oh my god, I feel like a child again. And it's like, you can't put dialogue in the film of how you want your audience to feel, to you feel. can't actually, I mean, that felt like, it's, just, you can't just force somebody going like, you should be feeling like a child right now, look at that fucking elephant. Does it feel like a Tim Burton film? Uh, not really, no. Because Big Eyes didn't particularly it feels feel more like Big Eyes. Yeah, which didn't Maybe feel like Tim Burton either. It, it, it feels more like Peculiar Children, that one. Um, the or Miss Peregrine. Peregrine. Yeah. Like, which I think was slightly more Burton-y. This is maybe a, it's, more, it's in the middle between Big Eyes and that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Because yeah. he's, he's definitely becoming... I don't know if it's just... It's getting older, yeah. Do you know what I mean? These kind of your ideas change and your kind of thoughts and stuff like that. I don't know. I think, I think Dark Shadows gave him a kick in the arse. I think Dark Shadows was one the last kind of dark one he did. He I've did never like. seen that, but for everything I've heard about it, he probably deserved a kick yeah. in the arse. Part of the green, who is badass, isn't it? She's the most badass. She's badass. She, she is good. Anyway, moving on to the next film. Um, yes. We had done a double bill with Dumbo. It's a weird combo. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, it's definitely flip side to this. Which is Pet Cemetery remake. Pet Cemetery remake, uh, yeah. Directed by Dennis uh, Widmeyer and Kevin Koch, um, who've done a few horror films called Starry Eyes and Holidays, but I've not seen them. So no, never. Um, in the film, you've got... Is Holidays the one that Kevin Smith... Is that the segment one that Kevin don't Smith done so. as well? Don't think so. Right, OK. okay, okay. I, I'm honest, I don't know, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, in the film, you've got Jason Clark and Amy Stites. Well done. Do you remember this name? Yes. Is it because you're going to run down? Run down, yes. <laughs> he, they and the children move into a new house, which is in the Austin Wilds, in Massachusetts Wilds. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of the property, they've also got in the back of a pet cemetery. There's Matt acres of land in that. Yeah, there's a pet cemetery, cemetery yeah. Um, and for you, John Lithgow also playing a neighbour. Yes. And you've got Jetty Lawrence, there's a young girl, so that's her, her yeah. her, she's, she's really good. Um, so... Part of the film basically is this graveyard there. At one point, the kid's cat dies. They find the cat in the graveyard. The cat comes back alive. Later on in the film, the young girl gets killed in tragic circumstances. So the dad puts the girl in the graveyard. 
in order to bring her back alive. Um, but as the tagline says, with it sometimes, sometimes they do better. Yeah, they better. Yeah. So you come back, you come back different. Yeah, and that's where the horror comes. That, from. That's where. The, yeah. Um, what do you think of you? You're the Stephen King fan. You're the Pet Cemetery fan. Sorely what disappointed. Seriously. Um, I'm a, a huge fan of the novel. The, the novel is brilliant. I um, bought it recently. I'm gonna read it soon. Pasco, the, 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 the dead person, Pasco, uh-huh. is such. A kind of funny, warm, amazing part of this is the a, first the, this movie. Is, this is young, this is the, 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 the boy guy, yeah, boy the guy um, It's such a kind of big part of the book in the other film, and he's so warm and a great character. And in this, I'm just like, fuck you, man. Just like, Felt wasted. What's he doing, Pascal? Yeah. Um, compared to the book, um, it it changes. So you've not read the book? No. You've not seen the original? I've seen it, but I can't remember the original. Right, okay, so just to flip on its head, you've given the game away anyway. Um, in the original in the book, it's not the daughter that dies. All right. It's a kid. Wee boy. A wee boy dies? Right. Yes. Because they flipped a little bit. So they've, they've fucking taken it and just thought, that you know what? That doesn't make a difference, though, does it, really? Yeah, it, it, it does, because what's going to be scarier, a fucking three-year-old coming out with a scalpel and a ten-year-old? I mean, both scare me. Three-year-old would fucking scare me even more. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think they've... They've kind of changed that part of it, which I'm, I'm not adverse to changing stuff for that. And I think what I've read is the reason for doing it is it's you know, you can kind of give an eight year old a conversation with an adult, and that kind of builds a kind of more character bond. That's and you're more that's interested, makes sense, um, yeah. you can do more. You can, on a book, there's nothing creepier than seeing wee baby footsteps running past you with a scalpel. Trust me, it's <laughs> fucking horrid. It's really, you know, the thing is, well, give the wee kid it becomes more chucky a little bit. Nah. Nah, they don't do it in a shocky way at all. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I just felt, I, I don't know, it was just too too far removed. Say, Pasco, the character, never done anything with him. Um, Jason Clark, he's still not there yet, dude. He is he's very not, yeah. very I'm, I'm not, I'm not against that, he is exceptionally big. He's not a lead man yet, not not quite yet. Not lead man, but in this film I think he's better because it's, it's a smaller film that he's, he's not... It doesn't feel big. It's quite intimate. It's going to be literally one location. Yeah, but I just felt it. it I never resonated with the character at any point. Just, I and I think that. that's down to his his talents and skills. I'm with you on that. I, I, I agree. I think he is. Um, John yeah. Lithgow, on the other hand, Joy John Lithgow. Fucking brilliant. John Lithgow. Um, he really done great with that role because um, he is that line of as a friendly or creepy. Mm. You think he's John Lithgow, but I want to like him. I love John yeah. Lithgow, but then also like the but, beard and everything. Yeah, but he, he, he kind of wears that look as he owns it, you know. But he, he kind of really makes it together. In the movie, it was. Um, do you remember the Monsters TV yeah. show? It was Herman Munster that oh, played that it? part in the original movie. Yeah, okay, I'm going to yeah. watch it again. Um, and they do the whole Achilles heel thing and stuff like that as yeah. well. So that was kind of pretty much. Yeah, you know, never missed a week with that and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, I'm, I'm I'm a bit of a king snob in my yeah. and I think. I'm kind of comparing it to a book that I love and a film that I already love, and I think, yeah, you just kind of mess with me. Plus, it wasn't scary at all. I'm or tense, you. or I'm with you. Yeah. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it actually was quite tense. I was, yeah. I was pretty on edge for most of it. I jumped once, but it wasn't a horror moment. The only bit I jumped was a bit with the when he's in the red light with the truck. All right. My back pulse never went above 60. Yeah, back um, It is very tropey. It's, it's fallen every horror tropey for the yeah. thing. Creaking doors, fucking smoky mist, and, you know. I was going to say this, do you think that's the problem with King's material is it's so tropey that King's movies are going to... Well, it, it, it's tropey in the sense that 
number one, Stephen King took from like sort of old horror movies, obviously, but also what he then changed about them has now became the standard. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's the same not... thing they've got with um, John Carter that, that they call John Carter, you know, the, um, the sci-fi movie. Yeah. Everyone said, oh, just like Star, it's taken from Star Wars, but no, no, motherfucker. Lucas stole that from Star Wars. From, from, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so, Captain before the Horse, motherfucker, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so a lot of King's films do feel trouble because everybody's taken from King's from books. It, and yeah. So that, that's unfortunately not his fault. That's just how the guy done it first. And, yeah. Um, I enjoy the fact it was a horror film that was okay being a horror film. You know, with a, with a spate of films that I really enjoy, stuff like um, The Babadook and It Follows and The Gallows, The Hallow, sorry, and that kind of stuff, yeah. which seem at times, like, not that The Hallow was a bad choice, but um, we saw, even Us and Get Out, yeah. where they kind of want to be horror films, but they don't want to admit the horror films. They, they want to be kind of like, when real directors don't make horror movies, they make there's, there's always an underlying social I, and nothing wrong with, commentary. Nothing wrong with that, yeah, but yeah. sometimes just embrace what you are. Sometimes just, yeah, we're going to scare you Aye. or we're going to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, why? Yeah. Because we're cunts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for that part, I've enjoyed that aspect of it. So it doesn't want to be anything more than that, which is like something. It's nice to see that And again, I like the other films that have a bit bigger purpose to them as well. I've enjoyed a lot of them. You know, like I said, Babadook, yeah. Red Falls, The Witch. Us get out, I've enjoyed them immensely, but you know, there's, there's more to them than that. Um, I'm with you, I think Lithgow was the best thing in it. I thought the young girl was actually really good in it, in the role she played. She was quite, she was really weird looking when yeah. she came out, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you were like, how did they do that? Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean, like one up, one down, do you know what I mean, like high or lower? How did they do that? It's weird. Yeah. Just makeup and feet effects, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, very good. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it, it took a long time to get where it was going. Yeah. The meat of it just kept, it kept ch- and then all the time you get tension, you got to understand the family, you got to understand, it, and it just kept going and going, and, going. and then it wraps up really quickly. Yeah. It takes, an, it takes like, a, it takes about an hour and ten to get to the final twenty, but the final twenty got all the meat and bones out, and that's the kind of horror part of it that really sort of hits home with that. And you sort of rushes through that a little bit. I feel like, ah, you can maybe. I get building characterisation, but you need that in a horror film. If you don't have that, you don't have any fear. Yeah. But you can maybe move it a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. kind of left. Maybe a bit more suspense at the end. So yeah. Kind of, you know, build that up more instead of just, you know. It did feel very much like they just sort of blasted the end of it, to be honest. You know what I mean? Ending was quite different from the, the book and the original movie as was well. It? Yeah. I think you need to revisit those, you know, to, to appreciate I, I how so, yeah, good yeah. it is and be like, yeah, the fucking this. There's not a lot of Stephen King films that do work on, on screen. We kind of spoke about that uh-huh. before, but that, that's one of them. That's up there where, like, um, the Green Mile and yeah. stuff like that, it really, really works as a King vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm about this film? Is every poster I've ever seen in this film says, from Stephen King, the writer of it and... Shining. Yeah. We need to know who fucking Stephen King is. Steve, we know everyone. Everyone knows, knows who Stephen King yeah, is. Yeah, if you don't know who Stephen King is, because you're dead. Uh, if you put it on it from the mind of Stephen King, you go right. I know who this is. Is, it, is, is this the start of a Stephen King resurgence again? I think it is because yeah. of that. Uh, obviously, yeah. Big Dark Tower bumbled up, didn't do well. But they've got this coming out, they've got that TV show on Hulu, like Castle Rock or something. Yep, yeah, that's coming out uh, as well. I'm sure there's it to, it to sequel or it next year. It two's out this year, I believe. Year, is it next, next year, year that's out as well? But that's kind of already it's yeah, building steam, you know. And, and I'm sure there'll be other ones that are going to come out soon again. They'll yeah. start revisiting some maybe. And you also did other stuff on Netflix. You had that Gerald's one. Gerald's game, game, stuff for that as well. The other one was out, was that one that was out recently? 1912 or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was out. So they're revisiting. And the guy. He's gold. He, gold. You know, he he's, a, he's, a, he's a phenomenal storyteller, so yeah. he can make stories. See, it's just the, the danger is that everybody knows 
Stephen King. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like surprises. Yeah. Ah, you're Stephen yeah. King. You can't surprise us yeah. anymore, motherfucker. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I mostly enjoyed it. I, I felt quite creeped out by it. What do you think? Out of ten, you reckon? Out of ten, five. Oh, harsh. Oh, it's a horror movie. Remember, I mean, the horror movies so one above six is good. So I, I'm going to go above. I give it a seven. Seven. I enjoyed it yeah. like, for the most part. But no. then I have less of them. I have less of a, a an intro, yeah, of I, the original book and also the film. But I have, I have bought the book recently, so I will read it. Read it. Watch, watch the film. Honestly, revisit the film as well. Um, there's also my dad s- loves the film. My dad's not a horror fan. He loves that. Film. He loves it. There's a second one as well. Pet Cemetery Two that he made. Okay. Um, um, I think I've seen it once or twice and it's not so good. Okay. But it's there if you have a five to dip your toe in, yeah. <laughs> it is out there somewhere. But out next week? Out next week. You oh. won't be here next week, but we'll tell you to do this next week. Shazam! Shazam is out here. Yay. You've got the Sisters Brothers, which is a kind of cowboy. Which one. I'm really intrigued by. Yeah. Uh, John C. Riley, not McGinley. Does he write Yeah. But yeah. he's on form, he's very good. Oh, yeah, he can act. That's the thing, he's funny. Why do you think he, why he's do shit films like because his friend asked him to, I, I guess, yeah. I don't know. He can't be shipping off to be very good as well. Yeah, oh yeah. That's out as well. I've got, got this Easter weekend, you've got Missing Link out as well. Which, do you know what, the trailers, the more I see it, it's grown on me. At first I was like, no, and the more I see that trailer, I'm like, actually, I think I want to see that. It's done by the studio who done Kubo. Yeah. And I love Kubo. Yes. And it's got this Hugh Jackman on it as well. The last Hugh Jackman animated film I remember is Flushed Away. I remember Kubo. Guardians. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was Easter Bunny as well. I remember him first away and I first thought that was a fantastic yeah. film and he didn't enough credit. But the trailer, it looks like it might have the same as uh, Fighting with Family, some part about it. Yeah. It's even a bit of kind of real genuine investment in yeah. characters, which, yeah. Definitely, and still out, we've not seen yet. Still out. Fisherman Friends. Dude, I don't want to see Fisherman's Friends. I don't I feel, want to I feel see it. The fact it's out for this long, we have to go and see it. Take one for the team, go and fucking see it, because I'm not going to see it. I'm going to see it Do you know what, I've seen the trailer, I feel like I've seen this film. I know how it starts. How it ends up and where it goes at the very end. I know, I've got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll tell me what to find us called. Uh, number three, three as in a number three beers in a movie. Uh, Gmail on Instagram, Hotmail, and on Twitter. So give us some likes, loves, let us know what you think, feel, comment, shit like that. I've been Colin, you've been, Richard. and we've been. Three beers in a movie.